Life is filled with incredible beauty and wonder, and if I dwell on the offenses, I miss out. The truth is, unless you let go, unless you forgive yourself, unless you forgive the situation, unless you realize that the situation is over, you cannot move forward. According to Frederick Laskin, forgiveness can be defined as the peace and understanding that comes from lessening the blame or that which has hurt you, taking your life experiences less personally and seeing the cost of holding a grudge. We all recall that grief has stages, and whenever we encounter someone who is experiencing grief, these seven stages are the stages that cannot be avoided and cannot be ignored. The same thing applies to forgiveness. Forgiveness has stages. According to Frederick Laskin, who did an extensive research on forgiveness, and these stages are quite interesting because one leads to another. Heavenly Father, we thank you for yet another moment in your presence. As we begin this, my Father, I pray that you may minister to us, that you may speak to us. I pray that you may, we may experience your power. We may experience you, our forgiving God, our forgiving Father, our forgiving friend. I pray that you may grant us the grace to emulate you, our perfect example. We thank you and we bless your name, for at the end of this, glory and honor belongs to you alone. In Jesus' name, Amen. The three kinds of offenses that warrant our forgiveness are number one, interpersonal, number two, intrapersonal, and number three, existential. This again is according to Frederick Laskin, so I'll be referring to him quite a bit. So interpersonal offense is the one where you receive an offense from another person. When another person commits an offense against you, that is an interpersonal offense. Intrapersonal offense is when you are upset about something you did, when you are offended in yourself, when you are not happy with your decisions, when you are not happy with your, with your desires, you know, when you feel like you ha have a grudge against your own self. That is intrapersonal offense. Existential offense is the one where you ask questions like, how could this happen? Why did God allow this to happen to me? You know, very big questions that do not really have a tangible object to identify with. That is existential offense. God and nature fall under this category. And all these three categories warrant forgiveness. They warrant our forgiveness. Whether you've experienced an interpersonal offense, offense committed against you from someone else, whether it's intrapersonal, that's an offense that is aimed towards yourself or existential, aimed towards God or nature. All these three 
warrant forgiveness. Before we go to the stages, I'll read a few scriptures for us just to remind us how crucial and how much God he esteems forgiveness in such a way that he draws our attention to this interpersonal kind of offense. He draws our attention to offense against ourselves and even draws our attention to himself, God. Ephesians 4.32 says this, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ forgave you. He calls us to be kind and compassionate to one another. He calls us to forgive one another, and not just out of a blind kind of way, but because Christ himself forgave us. Matthew chapter 6 verse 14, If you forgive others when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. So our forgiveness towards other people is tied quite closely to God's forgiveness of us. And so he says, if we forgive, if we extend grace to someone else out there who has offended us, if we extend grace even to our very own self, then at the end of the day we'll experience God's forgiveness. Colossians 3.13 Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you have a grievance against someone, Forgive as the Lord forgave you. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. That's a rubber stamp of Matthew 6.14. There's a connection between God's forgiveness of us and our forgiveness of other people, those who have offended us in one way or another. Proverbs 17.9 Love prospers when a fault is forgiven, but dwelling on it separates close friends. I'll have to repeat that one. Proverbs 17.9 Love prospers when a fault is forgiven, but dwelling on it separates close friends. The Amplified Version, the classic one says, He who covers and forgives an offense seeks love, but he who repeats or harps on a matter separates even close friends. He who covers and forgives an offense seeks love. Love is sought when we cover and forgive an offense. But there's a distraction of even close friends when we keep rubbing our, the wrongs of someone else, rubbing the wrongs of ourselves, rubbing the wrongs in. Then we destroy even close friends. So forgiveness is not just aimed towards us. Forgiveness is not just beneficial to us directly. It also benefits those who are close to us. It benefits our close friends our family, our relatives, and everyone who is related. So Proverbs 17.9 is a crucial scripture for today because it highlights every single detail of today's episode. So what are these stages of forgiveness? According to Frederick Laskin, the first stage is self-justified anger. In this stage, their actions override your choice of action. If someone has offended you, the offense is overridden by your choice of how you'll handle that offense. The offense is overridden. So that is what he's saying. Their action overrides your choice of action. 
what are the characteristics of this stage active and submerged anger and then there is an experience of very great pain so someone has offended you someone has uh, stepped on your toe the action of that person overrides your choice of overlooking that or of extending grace and you feel the pain and you feel the betrayal and you feel the anger and the need to revenge and all that kind of stuff that is the first stage so you are you self justify your anger by virtue of the fact that whatever they did towards you overrides the choice of your reaction whatever they did becomes greater than your choice Robert Ingersoll says this anger blows out the lamp of the mind and that is what happens in this stage we do not rationally think whenever we have self justified anger we think in terms of our pain we think in terms of our anger we think in terms of our resentment in terms of our grudge and robert says it blows out the lamp of the mind we can't think straight the mind becomes dark the mind becomes blank and so we are able to self justify our anger and what does scripture say colossians 3:8 but now you must put away anger wrath malice slander and obscene talk from your mouth Ecclesiastes 10:4 says if the anger of the ruler rises against you do not leave your place for calmness will lay great offenses to rest I'll have to repeat that scripture Ecclesiastes 10:4 if the anger of the ruler rises against you do not leave your place for calmness will lay great offenses to rest stage 1 does not allow for calmness and Ecclesiastes 10:4 says calmness will lay great offenses to rest there is no room for that and so we experience great anger great resentment great pain in stage 1 so stage 1 once again self justified anger we move on to stage 2 we are coming to terms with the feeling of anger and hurt then we get to realize that harboring the feeling of anger and hurt as a result of the offense may affect our emotional and physical health so in this stage you are able to start looking at it from the perspective of it doesn't benefit me in any way all it is doing is, is it is draining my emotions it is draining my physical being my mental health is in jeopardy at this stage you are no longer holding grudges and you are able to forgive the person or the situation this can be applied to oneself as i said interpersonal intrapersonal and existential stage 1 we were self justifying our anger stage 2 we begin to gain perspective of the fact that when we harbor this anger when we harbor this resentment and this pain at the end of the day we put our emotions and our physical well-being and even our mental well-being on the line and so chances of us forgiving and letting go of the situation becomes very high that is stage 2 steve marable says this the truth is unless you let go unless you forgive yourself unless you forgive the situation unless you realize that the situation is over you cannot move forward how powerful is that unless you let go unless you forgive yourself unless you forgive the situation unless you realize that the situation is over you cannot move forward isaiah 43:18 to 19 just to get the biblical perspective of stage 2 forget the former things do not dwell on the past see i am doing a new thing now it springs up do you not perceive it i am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland do you not perceive it 
Stage one, we could not perceive it. But stage two, God is assuring us that he is doing a new thing. He is telling us to forget the former things and we should not dwell on the past. Because whenever we dwell on the past, as I said, we put our mental health, our emotional health, our physical health, and even our spiritual health on the line. And it is not worth it. Let's move on to stage three. So stage one, we had self-justified anger. Stage two, we begin to gain perspective of the fact that we are placing all these aspects of our lives on the line. Stage three, we begin to choose to feel hurt for a shorter period of time and then work to either repair the relationship or let go of it. Let go of seeing it as a problem. So now we were self-justifying our anger. Then we began to gain perspective. Now stage three, we are a bit hardened such that whenever someone offends us or whenever we offend ourselves or whenever we feel like God has offended us, we experience the pain for a shorter period of time. We allow ourselves to feel the pain but not to feel the pain out of anger and resentment and bitterness but out of the fact that the situation has happened to me and I'm human and it's okay to feel this pain. The previous episode the guest said it's okay not to be okay. So at this stage you tell yourself it's okay not to be okay and you intentionally allow yourself to feel the pain but for a shorter period of time after which you get to a point where you're ready to repair the relationship and you're ready to let go of the situation. Moving along, we go to stage 4. Stage 4 is quite interesting, but before we even go to stage 4, someone said this, anyone can give up, it's the easiest thing in the world to do, but to hold it together when everyone else would understand if you fell apart, that's true strength. Anyone can give up, it's the easiest thing in the world to do, but to hold it together when everyone else would understand if you fell apart, that's true strength. So you allow yourself to feel this pain, but you don't fall apart from it. You hold on. You hold on and you even go to a point of repairing a relationship and letting go of a situation. No matter how hard it was, whether it was an affair, whether it was a betrayal. You know, like Christ on the cross, he said, you know what, God, forgive them. They don't know what they do. That is exactly what stage 3 is about. You allow yourself to feel the pain and then snap out of it seek for counseling if 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 you get to that extent seek for counseling after which repair your relationships and build up and let go of situations you should listen to the previous episode what is the biblical perspective of stage 3 psalms chapter 103 verse 10 to 14 he has not punished us as we deserve for all our sins God had all the rights to punish us. He had all the rights to doom us, you know. But we are not damned for hell. He has given us hope. In the midst of our sinful nature, in the midst of our rebellious state, God has not punished us as we deserve for all our sins. He might feel pain whenever we let him down, but he does not punish us for our sins. He lets us go. He forgives us. He calls us his own. He calls us his sons and daughters. That's the biblical perspective of stage 3. Stage 4 is the highest stage and the most liberating one. Stage 4, you choose to rarely take offense in the first place. You are prepared to forgive in advance, you know? You are prepared to forgive in advance. Now you have experienced all the hurt, you've experienced all the pain, you've experienced the frustration. And in stage 4, after all is said and done, you are able to walk a lifestyle of forgiving in advance. 
you are able to forgive in advance even before the offense is committed and before someone gets to this point it takes work it takes time and it takes god stage 4 emerges simultaneously with the following thoughts according to lasky the first thought is i don't want to waste my precious time my precious life in discomfort caused by anger or hurt i am able to forgive myself others life and god i know how it hurts when people don't forgive me i do not want to hurt others by my actions i'll have to let go or deal with it life is filled with incredible beauty and wonder and if i dwell on the offenses i miss out everyone including myself operates primarily out of self interest i must expect sometimes i in my self interest will be annoyed by someone else's expression of the same if i can understand that this is part of life what is there to be upset about i thought that was a powerful statement everyone is driven by self interest including myself including me the host of this podcast we are driven by self interest and self interest can drive anyone to do anything offend anyone to get whatever you want to get to wherever place you want to get to and the thought is if i can understand that everyone is driven by this self interest and this is part of life what is there to be upset about because we really be upset if we decide to allow ourselves to be angry time and time again and life is too short for that life is too short for that there is more to life and god is calling us to a lifestyle of bearing with one another a lifestyle of forgiving one another as he forgave us a lifestyle of love 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 for our neighbors love for our enemies love for ourselves and above all love for him and we can only walk in love if we walk in forgiveness we can only walk in love if we learn to love as Christ loved us that's a perfect way to end today's episode right Action point is where are you in these four stages of forgiveness are you still self justifying your anger are you starting to gain perspective of the fact that you're putting your emotional your physical your mental well-being on the line are you allowing yourself to feel the pain but aware of the fact that you don't want to feel it for an extended period of time and then get to an extent of building relationships and letting go of situations or are you in the highest level of forgiveness where you forgive even before someone offends you because anyway we are all driven by self interest take a pen and a paper write that down feel the pain feel the offense feel it all write it down and think about it think through it place yourself in a certain stage of the four levels of forgiveness it doesn't matter where you are what matters is god and the ability of god to help us move from the stage of self justified anger to the stage of forgiving as christ forgave letting go even before an offense is committed do that do that for yourself And my prayer for you is that at the end of the day you shall not condemn yourself whatever stage you're at don't condemn yourself if you feel like you can't get out if you feel like you're trapped 
in your own prison. Seek counseling, seek help, and always remember that it's okay not to be okay. It's okay not to be okay. The only problem is staying there. That's the only problem. Isaiah chapter 43 verse 18 to 21 in the message version and I'll recite it as it is. Forget about what's happened. Don't keep going over old history. Be alert. Be present. I'm about to do something brand new. It's bursting out. Don't you see it? There it is. I'm making a road through the desert. Rivers in the badlands. Forget about what's happened. Don't keep going over old history. Be alert. Be present. I'm about to do something brand new. I'll be a fool for the king of love. He gave me wings so I could fly. And gave me a song to color the sky. And all I have is all from you And all I want is all of you
thank you for always taking time each and every single week to just click on that link to just click on the musings diary podcast and listen into the episode god bless you make sure you listen to the previous episode i had a special guest dr marisha stewart and she was a big blessing to many god bless you i'll see you again next week baraka episode? Well, well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you.